0: welcome to letters from the road stories and encouragement from your traveling friends us jamie and clay schumacher hey friends hello and welcome to episode 23 today we are talking about favorite places uh spoiler alert uh, there's a lot of them <laughs> and we don't have one favorite
1: i guess that's why we do this
0: i yeah we can't not, pick. not the podcast we can't the, make the up movie. our minds that's why we that's why we live like we do
1: and i'm sorry if we're fast talking but we're on coffee this uh, morning.
0: yeah so it's a morning episode so d- different energy for sure <laughs> We are coming to you from the Alaska State Fairgrounds in Palmer.
1: Yeah, we got here yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice. We're in a field. Uh, there's a lot of generators running. It smells like generator fumes. This is, but we're surrounded by beautiful views.
1: Yeah, there's mountains all around us. We're in a grassy field. We've got like vintage rigs everywhere. Oh my God, yeah. And really nice people. single type of setup there could be. Uh-huh. Everyone has a dog or two or three.
0: Yep. And super nice people. The kids, kids are all running around playing. Oh my gosh, it's, it's a blast! It's, it's like it's sum- it's the end of summer.
1: Really, it's it almost feels like fall here.
0: It really does. It almost
1: feels like a harvest festival, but in August.
0: And we're gonna go see Noah Kontinight.
1: Is that is that one of his songs?
0: No, <laughs> it's my song. Uh, <laughs> and we are seeing him at the fair, so that's why we're here. Um, some of us, I guess, are here to do fair things. I'm gonna hang out with the dog. Yeah. Who clearly needs attention considering he's just sleeping on the end of our bed right now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's his nap time.
0: It's nap time. So, what are we drinking today, Clive? I
1: already told him coffee.
0: Coffee. So much coffee. I'm double fisting it. I also have a plain LaCroix.
1: So, (laughs) normally we try and get cool local coffees.
0: Uh, We haven't been doing
1: as good of a job with that in Alaska. And I'm not sure if that's our problem or Alaska's problem.
0: Um, so we went to a lot of coffee shops when we were in towns that had them, and we didn't buy beans for whatever reason.
1: Most of the time, they didn't make their own beans. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Some of them did.
0: So, like, we really liked Coal got... Town.
1: Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
0: In Homer. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We really liked to Coal Town in Homer, but they didn't have their own beans. But it was something kind of local, right? I can't remember.
1: I don't remember what it was, but yeah. it was, And it was, like, a definitely an espresso roast.
0: And we liked Resurrect... Oh yes. Seward.
1: That was good coffee. Why didn't we get beans there? I don't know.
0: We should have got beans Did they beans not sell there. beans? I didn't see them.
1: Yeah, they just weren't front and center for sure. But okay, I, well, I they, they had they like, a little shop there. I'm not sure if, that, not sure if they place. roasted their own either now that I'm thinking about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I don't think a lot of them do. Anyway,
1: the one that I did get a bag of beans from, we actually didn't go to for like as a coffee shop trip, um, but yeah. it was just randomly at a mall in Anchorage that we were at, at REI for. Uh, steam dot and i got a really good bag of beans from there
0: yeah but there's, there's was really three good.
1: locations that they have but they're all in anchorage yeah so those we didn't spend that a was of time in anchorage that was really good coffee yeah really good I really liked that yeah, it was a, a good grand total EVO of one of night of in anchorage yeah but this is just starbucks it's
0: yeah fine. you know pike place whatever it gets the job done so go our, back to episode
1: third, two to hear our
2: opinions on coffee
0: third cup of the morning yeah and uh so yeah the we are going to be a little bit. It's a little bit different vibe than Sunday night cocktails.
1: Well, it's interesting because the podcast comes out on Sunday mornings. It does. So it if does. people listen I'll, to it right away.
0: Yeah, this is maybe more than I don't know. Maybe we of... should start recording in the morning.
1: Well, okay. So what is a Sunday morning vibe, though?
0: Not hyper, really. It's chill. Right. It's it's like reflective. It's like chill, anyway. chill,
1: chill. Rush around and go to church.
0: <laughs> Scream at each other on <laughs> yeah, your way out exactly. the door for church. <laughs>
1: Who hasn't experienced the fight before church?
0: Uh people who don't go to church.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that now.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Actually, I I grew up going to church very often on. So, yeah. Uh,
0: uh no spoilers here. We I grew up going to church every Sunday unless someone was like sick or something, <laughs> like deathly sick. Yeah, for so, sure. So, yeah, there was a lot of And we uh, most of the time we were all kind of ready on time. There was there were maybe a few years of like, "Why aren't you ready? We need to be there." Yeah, we were there early a lot, so it didn't really. But if you think about it, this
2: podcast is kind of like that. (laughs)
0: Mm, Like running around and yelling at each other. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's
1: like uh, I don't know, chill with us.
0: Yeah, for sure. On a Sunday morning. For sure, for sure. So, yeah. So, we are um, excited about, this is like our last couple nights in, this is our last night not on our way back, basically, Mm -hmm. in Alaska. Mm -hmm. It's like one of our last few nights in Alaska we'll have tonight and tomorrow night and maybe one more night, depending on where we stop on Tuesday night.
1: It's been really good.
0: Oh my God, I am already missing it, I think. Like I'm kind of like um, ready. I want to come back sometime. Like it's been so good. So this week we don't have a ton to report on. We put new tires on the rig like we talked about last week. Um, Mm -hmm. That went well. It was a bit interesting. Oh, well, you want to talk about that?
1: Well, so Airstreams are weird. So this is going to be nerding out about. And I don't know if it's just Airstreams actually, but anyway. There are jack points on the underside of the Airstream. Yes. But they're like pretty far back behind the axles. Yeah. Um. So if you're not on like a completely level surface and your rear happens to be high, as it was where we were at the tire shop. Yeah. Jack is not lifting the Airstream up enough.
0: Yeah. So they couldn't get their jack on the jack and they're point. like, well,
1: usually we just put it under the axles.
0: Like, <sighs> I don't know.
1: Like, it kind of says you're not supposed to do that. And they're like... Yeah, but like I've been doing it for 10 years. We're like,
0: nah, I really they're, don't want to mess up my axle. The Airstream has sort of special axles, they're a little different. Yeah. It's not um, a leaf spring right. system. And so they're bent, the axles are bent a little bit differently than regular axles. So I
1: don't know if it would have really been a problem. I'm interested if anyone else. Uh, it's the same kind of we had on the Mantis. The same reservations yeah. with a tire shop changing their tires um, and what you did about it. But regardless, we ended up doing the roll up onto a block on one tire and change the other tire method for each of the four tires with them. And they they worked with us to do that.
0: It took maybe 15 more minutes than it would have.
1: It took double the time. Yeah. But Pretty it, much exactly. Yeah. Um, they were they were good about it. Yeah, they were. And you know what? That's okay. Like. It was a really good tire shop. They hand torqued the lugs at the end. We got our new tires. They were able to order them in for us in a really timely manner. They weren't like super extra expensive. I mean, they're they're expensive for trailer tires anyway. But Yeah,
0: no. I think we paid about what we paid at Discount Tire for these kind of tires. Right. Last year. The only thing in is Florida. we had to
1: call ahead and have them order them in, but yeah.
0: But I thought we'd pay like a lot more for mm-hmm. getting them sent to Alaska mm-hmm. and I think probably because we were in the greater Anchorage area it helped.
1: That probably was true.
0: But it was not. They were like, "Well, you're going to have to pay shipping to get them in." And we're like, "Yeah, we understand." And I thought it was going to be about like two thousand dollars, four hundred dollars more yeah. than it was. Yeah. I was like, "It'll be like fifteen hundred dollars or sixteen hundred dollars." I was kind of like the amount that we were willing to pay. Um, they came out to like twelve hundred installed, mm-hmm. which is reasonable for totally good tires. Yeah, um, they're I mean, big tires. They're they're like the same size we had on our fifth wheel.
1: Right. They're good. Yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. Um. Also. Uh, Our older daughter got a haircut.
0: Oh, yeah. That was exciting. She cut her hair short, and it's really cute. Yeah, she
1: hasn't had this short for a long time. It's super cute.
0: Yeah, we did. We we, we have really embraced the, like, let's just run all the errands with the RV. And it's easy to do in Alaska because people park RVs all over the place in Alaska. Like, locals do. It's not Mm -hmm. just people. I think that's, like, one of the things that I've learned is, like, when we've been out, especially in different, especially in places that aren't RV parks, Mm -hmm. even in RV parks, we've run into so many Alaskans that are out in their RVs enjoying time. And it's a lot of Alaskans out enjoying time in their RVs. Like it's a it's a common thing around here to be out camping in the summer. And so we um don't feel bad like parking the R V places because everyone does it. And mm-hmm. so we were able to find some street parking in Palmer by the Hair Salon. And like it was awesome. Frankie had his four month vet, vet appointment. He is uh, he got his shots at his last. Uh, well, he has, needs one more booster because we live mm-hmm. outside. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the leptospirosis booster, um, is important for dogs that hike and adventure. Mm-hmm. So we'll get that in a few weeks. But he had all his vaccines and he looked really healthy. He's like twenty seven pounds now. He
1: did a great job.
0: He's he was so good. He the vet was so impressed with him. He did so good with how well he was like listening and behaving and. Doing so good.
1: So, he is growing.
0: He's a lot bigger. All of a sudden, it seems yeah. like I was looking at pictures from. So we've only had him for like what three and a half weeks now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it feels like he's always been a part of our family in a way, like or he was supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just fits right in. And um, we you mean were,
1: he's like high energy and a little bit nuts, like the rest of us.
0: Yeah, a little <laughs> A little mischievous. <laughs> uh i need a walk or he goes insane
1: uh yeah that's definitely true <laughs> me too me too me too me too
0: he's so good yeah we've been having fun and we so we haven't done too much adventure stuff we was a lot of chores well, this
1: week wait a second
0: what, what
1: when did we, did we go to the glacier lake and the- oh
0: that was monday yeah you yeah. talk about that i forgot about that
1: we got to talk one more time oh. about ice <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, we actually had, you're right. It was a weird week. Um, So we left Valdez on Monday mm-hmm. evening and we went and had dinner by the Glacier Lake. And we talked about this last week that that was where I had hoped to camp in Valdez and yep. you can't camp there anymore, but you can still drive out there. Yeah, totally. And and with the RV, oh, there's man. tons of parking. There's. It would have been an epic place to camp.
1: There's campsites. I mean, there's fire rings all around. There's still campsites out there.
0: <laughs> and no one cares if you take your RV out there. You just have to be gone by 10. Yeah. So we went out there. We left pretty late in the day after work. Mm-hmm. And went and had dinner out there and walked around the glacier lake, and Frankie played in the water, and oh gosh, the kids so played fun. in the water it was I mean it was freezing and there was like ice you could just pull glacier ice you could just pull right out from the shore. it was mm-hmm. amazing. there were icebergs just floating all over the place. It was a really cool spot it was super cool, and we played around for a bit then had dinner while we were there, literally yeah <laughs> and had uh yeah, it was cold like you had to put on a jacket when you got there yep and we can't yeah we had dinner there and then um, drove a little bit further up to Thompson Pass, which is the mountain pass you come over coming in and out of Valdez. Mm-hmm. And, oh,
1: my gosh. That drive? Hold on. Uh, we talked, we about talked about it last, about it last week. week. It's yeah. still great. <laughs> Even good on the way out.
0: Oh, my God. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And then um, so there's, was it Worthington Glacier mm-hmm. there? Yep. You have this great view of it on that drive around Thompson Pass. And we had looked up the spot to stay on Ioverlander. And it was a um, a a barely used airstrip.
1: Yeah, with a lot of space around the actual. Yeah, with like
0: kind of like a informal parking lot around it. Mm -hmm. It seems like
1: a lot of people have been staying there this summer. Yeah,
0: yeah. So there was like some good recent updates on Ioverlander, and we pulled in and we realized that we have this amazing view of the glacier like out our windows. It was one of the coolest places we've ever camped.
1: I know. I loved spending the night there. I loved waking oh, up there. Oh, like, it was there. fun we were
0: able to let Frankie off leash a little bit and chase a ball and stuff cuz there was tons of room mm-hmm. and we weren't close to the road. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was super nice.
1: Never did get to have my fire that I no, wanted to I'm have. No, I'm sorry. But
0: there was a fire ring. We were right next to one. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful though to wake up there and like see the glacier, com- oh, gosh, the sun coming awesome. up over the glacier. It was it's a really beautiful glacier out there and um uh, yeah, I I like glaciers more than I realize. <laughs> like it's so fun, it's, it's so like, beautiful, it's so crazy.
1: What are some adjectives besides fun, beautiful, cool, and crazy? I don't know. Uh, majestic.
0: Yeah, it's very in- like imposing. Um,
1: it,
0: it just kind of steals your attention.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, wow. I don't know. It's it's up there with one of my favorite places we've stayed at night.
0: I, for sure. So the place that we camped on top of the world highway was really high up there for me too.
1: That was super cool.
0: Um, yeah, some of these boondocking spots you see are like one or two nights. Pretty high
1: up there, although not that high. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, ha, ha, ha. I guess it was on top of the. World.
0: Other. I guess we're talking about favorite places now, but like other favorite. Well, wait, hold on. Yeah, we will we'll get back <laughs> into that. We'll, let's, I was let's put a in that. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. Well, is there anything else we did this week? We went to Palmer Ale House after we tried to go to a brewery that wasn't dog yeah. friendly. So we, we would have had. Well, okay. it ended up not mattering because we're, we were not going to drink beer in the morning. We're not young enough for that. <laughs> I well, don't know. It's state fair. Oh, dude, I, no. ha- I need a nap. Like, that's the yeah, thing. That if I be. start in the morning, yeah. I have to nap. Um,
1: Football Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I still don't start. To, maybe a Bloody Mary. I, I'm not going to drink beer in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, we were trying to go to a brewery in Palmer that looked pretty nice and had a big patio, and there were no dogs allowed on the patio. I don't get it. So we had, and we had Frankie with us already. Otherwise, we would have just left him at home. But we don't leave him at home very often, and yeah. Anyway.
1: Well, we want to be able to take him places, and there are so many. And places. part of it is, he's especially in Alaska, young, there has
0: been. He's young, and we're working on making sure we take him places so that way he can do it when he's older. So like, we want to make sure we get him like conditioned. To go sit nicely at a restaurant or a patio or whatever,
1: and he already does that really well, actually, yeah, I mean, like when we get in, he kind of takes a minute to settle and maybe like yips a little, but
0: yeah, he does a really good job. he does really good, yep, so, but we want to keep doing that anyway, we had him with us already, so we decided to. Decided to skip that and go over to Palmer Ale House where we were able to sit outside with them, which was nice.
1: Yeah, so they have a patio and a lawn there.
0: Yeah, you can only sit on the lawn with it
1: And there are no pets allowed on the patio. However, the lawn has picnic tables. They It's super informal. They have like a stage there. They do shows there sometimes. There's kids running
0: around playing in the park. Like Littlest went and played and ran around and climbed trees.
1: The only thing that was a little bit like, "Mm," kind of annoying was you had to order at the bar like a takeout order. Yeah. And they didn't like call your name or yeah, you text had to like go ask about it. Like it, kind it worked of fine. Go our food was warm. My it. food was delicious. Yeah, it was really good actually. And yeah.
0: they had a good selection of beer, a lot of local stuff.
1: Oh yeah, total local it and was, a lot of like other West. It was Coast fun. Beers, you could too. like
0: take a picture out to the table. And, mm-hmm. and it's like a picnic table. We hung out there for quite a while.
1: If we, it reminded me uh, a little bit of Red House in North Liberty, uh-huh. Iowa, uh-huh. which was our old stamp stamping ground, our old stomping grounds. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like. A good local hangout, like yeah. if we lived in the area, we go there all the time. It would be hard to not go there every week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like not like life changing. It's just no, really just a nice good, and it had pub. like a really good community vibe. Like mm-hmm. everyone going around the lawn was like you know talking to people and like running to people they know or talking to talking to like us talking to the dog, yeah, you know, talking oh to the gosh, dog. Like yes. it was all really friendly. Frankie
1: had many. Admirers. It was really really nice.
0: Palmer's really cute.
1: Yeah, totally. Um,
0: so. That's kind of it on Alaska almost. Like we're just going to be driving for the next. Na- so I say just driving. Uh,
1: we We're a planning
0: to be, do some fun stuff on our drive.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was like half of the point of coming up here. Yeah. So we're still down.
0: looking forward to some national parks in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still looking forward to the hot, hot Springs. Hot springs. <laughs>
1: that was on my list.
0: We're going to spend two or three days there. Mm-hmm. If um, smoke and stuff isn't too bad and we can get Starling to work. but Totally um so that's kind of what's next for us we are going to be on the move it's uh, kind of exciting honestly
1: and we're going to see noah khan tonight i'm going to be uh, did you mention we're going to see, we're noah, gonna khan see tonight? noah khan tonight you um, guys i don't i don't know if it's possible that you haven't listened to noah khan's music yet um his latest album stick season is
0: you gotta listen to the extended version because those five songs are like so good.
1: It's just really good. Like, put it on today. Seriously. Yeah. You'll thank it's me great. if you haven't listened to it.
0: It's great. We are so excited to see him live. He's supposed to be amazing live.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. I can't. I love live music. We capped off our summer last summer with a yeah, Beatrice concert. Yeah, it's a similar
0: thing where we've got, like, lawn tickets. We're going to bring, like, a blanket. Just hang out on the lawn. And
1: gonna like, belt the songs. Ah, uh, it's going to be great. Kids will probably dance. Yeah. I might, uh, I, I might try.
0: It'll be super, super fun. Oh,
1: my gosh. I can't wait.
0: So that's what's up. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I think we're going to talk about some of our favorite places.
1: How can you choose just one?
0: Well, uh, I can't. Maybe I'll read a letter about it. Dear friend, do you have a lot of favorites? Is it easy for you to claim a favorite thing or type of thing? I always find it kind of hard to pick a favorite. It's like I feel bad for not picking all the other things. And also, what if I want to change my mind? Can I change my mind? I know it's probably not that serious most of the time, but I want to pick the thing that is really, truly my favorite. And I don't have one. I get asked a lot about favorite places or national parks I have visited. If I had to pick just one, I don't know if I could. There are beautiful and wonderful things about each place. I think this is part of why I find travel so suitable. I'm constantly in search of a new favorite. Today, if you ask me my favorite places, I would say it depends on what you're looking for. Go to Grand Teton National Park for the moose and to have your breath stolen from you every time you turn around to see the mountains. You've seen other mountains, sure, but these are special. Go to West Virginia for the waterfalls and a kind of wild beauty that is truly unique to that area to feel a little lost. Go to Leavenworth, Washington for the cheesiest tourist trap of a place that also has a favorite brewery, fantastic food, amazing hiking, and world-class bouldering. And a reindeer farm. Feel like a giddy kid at Christmas. Go to Stowe, Vermont in the summer for Ben and Jerry's, the Von Trapp Family Lodge, and a slice of summery heaven. Go to Maine and eat lobster by the water. Oh, and hike at Acadia and eat and drink in Bar Harbor to experience summer how it's meant to be. Go to Theodore Roosevelt to see the wild horses and the wide open space that will make you feel small, but also special. Take a stroll in Carlsbad Caverns and wonder about the people who first explored there, these vast underground rooms. Feel a little spooky. Go to Tybee Island, rent a beach cottage, and swing on a porch swing to feel the most relaxed you'll ever feel. Go to Haleakua, not right now, to feel the beauty and power of standing on sacred ground. Stand on the deck of a cruise ship when you can see no land to feel overwhelming peace. Sing your kids' favorite song with them at the top of your lungs with the windows down to feel unbridled joy. Take a walk every day around your neighborhood to feel the comfort of community. Nap with your partner and or a dog on a Sunday afternoon to feel overwhelming contentment. My favorite places are big and small. They are in the mundane and the extravagant. Each leaves you with a specific feeling. That's what makes them special. Go find your favorite places, near and far. Just don't pick only one, okay? See you down the road. Jamie.
1: I love that your favorite places are some of the most amazing, breathtaking places and also some of the, like, happiest normal day places
0: yeah i it's all of the above right and i oh man i think that's part of why i love rv travel so much is like you get the breathtaking places places and you also like get your cozy bed with your dog you know like
1: and your kids
0: and your kids yeah of course the kids too
1: (laughs) they travel with us whenever we travel
0: (laughs) of course no i just mean like yeah you know like uh you get family dinner still around your own table yeah like which is Mm -hmm. also probably a favorite place when it's good you know (laughs) like
1: so is this i mean i i think we could talk for an hour just about like randomly one place after the other favorite places yeah
0: i think a lot of people who listen to this though probably are rvers are interested in rv travel or travel Mm -hmm. in general so it might be fun or helpful to like Think of different types of thing places and kind of list some of our favorite. Like we started to talk about in the first segment, uh, some of our favorite. Sorry, there's a dog walking through our site. Uh, some of our favorite, <laughs> favorite boondocking spots. So it Ooh, might be helpful yeah. to talk about those, and then we can kind of go into maybe some of our favorite RV parks, and then uh, some of, like maybe we can revisit favorite national parks too. Totally. Our favorite destinations in general. Mm-hmm. So. Favorite yep. boondocking spots, the first one that comes to my mind is probably the same for you out in the National Forest outside of Grand Canyon.
1: Oh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it on the day pod we did
0: before. We it in the snow.
2: Yes. We were plus in the mantis. Spot, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know if we could have gotten there in the snow with the Airstream. Uh, Maybe. I
1: think that day we could have with the Airstream. Maybe. I think it would have been. Maybe it was fine. really muddy. Yeah. It was very muddy. Yeah. But I think we could have with the truck and airstream. We just would have put the truck in four wheel and we would have gone. Yeah. And I would have
0: been a lot more nervous maybe because <laughs> the trees were close. It w- yeah, we it would have been gotten, a problem. We could have gotten into the spot where so, we were. In.
1: Which we totally could have. Yeah. Yeah. Which national forest is that? Kaibab?
0: Kaibab, yeah. Yeah.
1: Right outside of Grand Canyon National Park. There's a whole big national forest.
0: Yeah. Lots of boondocking. The
1: Arizona stuff. Trail goes through there. Yeah. And there's a bunch of boondocking spots. Uh-huh. And like it didn't at least at the time did not feel super crowded. Well, I, I mean, know it we was were early season.
0: Snowing. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't snowing. There was snow snowing, on the ground. But there was snow. It was very cold overnight. We winterized the trailer before we went out there and just used jugs of water.
1: Yeah, but it was It was still worth it. I mean, that was kind of part of the fun.
0: Yeah, we were like camping, camping.
1: It was adventure like Cooked outside. Right? We were, yeah, it yeah. was
0: super, super fun. The dogs ran around in the snow. Derby went and found Derby, like a- Derby, loved it. Oh God, yeah, we talked about this. Deer skeleton. Yes, yeah. yeah. That was a whole thing. Yeah. It was really, really fun. I think it's probably my very favorite boondocking spot that we've been in. We haven't boondocked oh, a time. That is,
1: yeah, we have, we, you know what? We love boondocking, but we oftentimes-
0: Oh, I know, the other. Not my other favorite- Continue.
1: Yeah, no, we love boondocking, but we oftentimes have a hard time planning it into our trip, and or when it comes time to go to the boondocking spot. I know we did this in Arizona at um, uh, what's that big lake there? Uh, The London Bridge is there. Havasu, Uh, Havasu. Havasu. Uh Yeah, at Lake Havasu, we ended up finding um a state park that we a really state liked. park that we really yeah. liked and stayed there instead of going to our boondocking yeah. spot and we've done that several times but we have also gone to amazing boondocking
0: spots well so the boondocking spot around there was like very atv mm, it was yeah so my ideal boondocking spot is probably in the woods or by a body of water mm-hmm. And maybe there's a few other people around, but it's not crowded. So, like, a lot of these places get pretty crowded, and it actually gets pretty noisy. Like, sometimes noisier than, like, a state park, right? Because there's not really rules about when you can run your generator. There's, like, general, like, etiquette, but people don't follow it. Yeah. And so there's a lot of generator noise and fumes a lot of times and dogs running around off leash, which sometimes are trained well and behaving well and sometimes aren't. And it's a whole thing. And so... We do it some and it, and I like it. It's just, it's not as, I think it kind of gets glorified sometimes in a way that it's like, it's not that much different than a campground in a lot of ways. So I think it
1: depends. If you're going me. way out there. But no, to me, like, you just have to get lucky. Yeah. Because like.
0: Oh God, so my other favorite.
1: spot that we just talked about in the beginning of the pod, right? Uh-huh. With the glacier view. Oh yeah. That old, I mean, that was, to me that was right up there with my top spots and we yes. were only there for one night. Yes. And, but there was just no one else around. We weren't that far off the highway. Yeah. But it wasn't like a heavily trafficked highway either. It was just out yeah. to Valdez and back. Yeah. Right. And it was just wide open spaces, yep. huge, beautiful mountain views with a glacier. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, views you can't, you can't make beat it.
0: that. Yeah. A lot of times it's a place we're only spending a few nights because of it's hard to get to or out of or like it doesn't have great cell signal or mm-hmm. Starlink or something. So like sometimes the best spots are like you're there for a night. Mm-hmm. But I think my very favorite boondocking spot actually is the Ho River.
1: Yes, that was going to be mine too. Yeah, sorry for stealing it. <laughs> no, it's good.
0: But we lucked out there too because it wasn't super busy when we were there and the neighbors were really good.
1: You're talking about Allen's Bar? Yeah, Allen's yeah. Bar on the mm-hmm. Ho River. Mm-hmm. It was yeah so perfect. It's like we've the talked about that on spot. the pod before too yeah. obviously because we were there when we uh-huh. were podcasting we, re- we
0: recorded it we, re- we recorded there yeah. yeah it was it was beautiful that's, that's
1: way up there for sure
0: that's probably one of my favorites but other places we've boondocked and like enjoyed it have oftentimes just been kind of a field somewhere and they're, they're like nice but it's it's fine right like
1: outside glacier comes to mind
0: outside glacier i was thinking yeah. outside carlsbad caverns there yep. that was mm-hmm. nice it was like a campground basically mm-hmm. but it was really nice <laughs>
1: We should have boondocked outside Joshua Tree a couple times because yeah, plenty so of spots out there. there. Yeah, that's true. That's have true. No
0: shelter. Some of the places yeah. in the desert are really harsh like that. Like, I wanna
1: do some more like Midwest or or East Coast national forest spots. Like dispersed camping along forest roads. Is that not
0: a ton that we fit in? Yeah. Um but yeah, it is a thing. It's more of a van thing. Fair enough like you have to fit and you have to be moving the next day right it'll like take you're some doing research along a forest road like that it'll
1: take some research but i think we can do it like a little bit I this go summer back and to fall
0: the monongahela in uh, yes. i don't know if we can fit the airstream down that road that we went down with the mantis but Ooh, mm, i think we
1: could i don't know maybe. yeah i think we could just barely that spot was so i think epic. we're probably at the limit
0: that spot was epic
1: yeah it sure was.
0: Um, that that might be one of it's like that was dispersed camping. It was a dis- designated campsite. Yeah,
1: we paid for that.
0: It was five dollars a night. But, what
1: a, what is boondocking?
0: Uh, everyone will describe it differently. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, like, do we talk about harvest? Oh, we could talk about our favorite harvest hosts, too.
1: Sure. Next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, boondocking is camping with no hookups. Yeah. And but um, sometimes
1: people mean it like not in a not. Official it's, campground.
0: In a remote spot. So you might hear dispersed camping. Mm-hmm. But like the one in we were talking about in the National Forest in West Virginia was dispersed camping, but it wasn't necessarily boondocking because it was a designated campsite and we were paying for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of places, I heard Nomad View um, is moving to this and some others uh, like Upper Teton and stuff have like more designated campsites now. Oh, do they? Um,
1: That's really, in- oh, that Nomad View is a interesting and good. Listen to the spot. wind episode if you <laughs> yes, haven't. please do. That
0: story. Yeah. I think we're going to go back there on our way back through. Let's do it. Um, Get some redemption. <laughs> we're not setting anything out. We're just going to stand in the airstream. <laughs> hey,
1: that's no fun. <laughs> I'm definitely getting a chair down. Oh,
0: God. Hope, oh, we'll say goodbye to that chair as it flies over oh, the canyon. Come on. That would we, be funny. It would
1: be good content. <laughs> oh, God.
0: We, um, chairs just gotta, come and chairs just go. Just get the GoPro out. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, we... What was I even saying? Oh, boondocking. Yeah. So boondocking is like, yeah, no hookups. Oh, and some of those places are moving to like, there's designated spots so they don't get overcrowded. Yeah. Uh, some of them okay. have to reserve. I guess you're gonna have to reserve Nomad View now, which is kind of a, takes the fun out of. I, I hate having to make reservations, especially for state parks and that kind of stuff, like especially way in advance. Like we're already talking about next summer. If we want to go to Michigan, when do we need to start booking that stuff? Cause you have to book it six months out or else you're just not going to get a spot.
1: Yeah, and, at least not if you're and not for like at a week. All right? A large rig and for a week, yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll do a little bit better with the thirty foot rig than we did with the forty foot rig. But
1: I don't ever want to have a forty foot rig again.
0: But like it's it's tricky and um I love this is part of what I've loved about the Pacific Northwest and Alaska and Canada is that like a lot a lot of things are first come, first serve. Yes. And it's that's great. kind of the culture of camping.
1: It's part of yeah, it's part of what I love up here and part of why I'm like, hey, if we end up like staying somewhere for longer, the Northwest is pretty great.
0: Yeah, I think you get a little bit more of that in the Northeast too. Like, I feel like a lot of what we did in Maine, we could have done first come would have been fine. Yep. Um, Especially with a smaller rig.
1: So just North, is that it?
0: North. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like a ton of camping and fewer people.
1: Yeah. And I think too, especially like if your peak season further South, yeah. like in the winters, like I mean, snowbirds have been a thing for a hundred yeah. years.
0: That's why you just gotta book a monthly site for the winter.
1: Longer than a hundred years, really. But trying <laughs> R- to RVing trying to move snowbirds. around in the
0: winters in Florida or California or Arizona is just such a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better to just stay put. Oh yeah, for the, definitely. the Part of it. All right, so uh, favorite harvest hosts.
2: Oh yeah, cool. Let's switch over to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have
1: stayed at so many harvest hosts. My favorites are usually breweries. Yes, but there have been others. Um, a certain Alpaca Farm in Maine comes to mind. Oh my
0: God, I love that one. (laughs) So,
1: what was it called? I don't even remember the name of it.
0: Let me look back. I can think. We did so many harvest
1: hosts in the Northeast, actually.
0: We we did. Um, we used it a lot when we couldn't get reservations. So I will say, um, we didn't plan way ahead for our Northeast trip. We planned sort of ahead. And sometimes we couldn't get reservations for the weekends. The, during the week was always fine. But the weekends, sometimes we didn't have reservations or we didn't want to be in, in like the super busy campgrounds. We wanted like a break. Mm-hmm. So we did um, like we'd get out for the weekend and just bounce around harvest hosts for the weekend, which is there's so many good harvest hosts out there. I can't yeah.
1: remember the name of the alpaca farm.
0: I'm looking it up. I have all the places we've stayed on here
1: hop scratch farm in maryland
0: oh i loved that It was not
1: an alpaca farm but no we bought amazing meat from them it
0: was misty acres
1: uh misty acres right <laughs> it even had an appropriate name this old guy had been running it for years
0: yeah it's done very well
1: and done very well uh and the alpacas are i mean they're alpacas so they're adorable and, and you get to camp right by the barn yeah, he you parked you, park, you, park, you, like, right by the I barn. I loved it. And, I could watch have, the
0: alpacas out my mm-hmm. windows. Yeah,
1: it's like, please, you know, say hi to the animals. Like, yeah. There was a guinea hen that kept pecking our tires. Oh,
0: my God. It was so <laughs> cute. It was a great spot because it was just, like, down the road, like, down the hill from his house. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you felt like you had some privacy, but you were, like, in there with the barn. And, like, uh, we got to help feed the alpacas, which was really fun.
1: Yep. No, that was a good one. It was
0: so fun. It was so cute. I really liked that one. It was Another like Another one easy. in Maine? Yeah. Um, Not a farm. What? Oh, buffet. We've talked about it before. Oh, my God. It's such a great brewery and food and the people. I think what really made that was the people.
1: Totally. They have like, I mean. They I love Harvest about Hosts. This before, they love people coming in there. But they have like a whole like campground basically. Mm-hmm um at their brewery that they've great built up
0: community vibe
1: but you can still stay there as a harvest host as well um the beer there is amazing the food there is amazing uh-huh. and like there was live music uh-huh. we had an amazing night it was it was amazing how many times can I say amazing?
0: Booth Bay was so so good. We really really liked it. The mu- yeah, I think you talked about live music, mm-hmm. but like I think what was so fun. Is like all the other campers were like excited to be there. Uh, we got greeted by the like one of the owners when we got there. Yeah, they're like in a the most friendly way of like any har like all harvest hosts are great pretty yeah. much, and like in terms of like they appreciate harvest hosts being there and they're really happy about it and it's like super nice. Huh. Um, but this was like far and away like the nicest in terms of that
1: yeah totally
0: (laughs) they were like so friendly and then all the other campers that were there were like so friendly and everyone's like listening to the music and hanging out it was just good vibes
1: and they could have been one of these where you've had you've seen this trend a little bit with harvest hosts where some of them have started giving you like a list of rules like like um
0: oh right
1: snooty rv parks do
0: yes (laughs)
1: and they're like you have to do this and you have to do this and by the way you have to like pay because if there's music on that night you have to pay extra for oh, the that music was the one if for you don't go to the show Florida, they just, were like you oh have to buy gosh, a ticket no. for the
0: concert and i was like what what <laughs> no <laughs> and we
1: patron like obviously
0: normally we, we spend, patronize the business normally we spend a lot more at a harvest host than we would for a campground absolutely I, like, it is not a, a money saving thing for us but what part makes, of
1: what we like about yeah, it is it's, an experience.
0: it's more free form. Yes. And like we can kind of do what we feel like we want to do. Um, and normally that means like kind of chilling out in our rig. Maybe sometimes we just grab food truck food and like a growler and go hang out. Like totally. And like in our house because we're not really in the mood to be in a restaurant or something. Or it was like COVID and we didn't want to get COVID. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> all those things.
1: So anyway. It wasn't like that. It was awesome. Should we do? Um,
0: I also like Death Ridge a lot. Even though ah, yes. There.
1: <laughs> Death Ridge. Okay, so Death Ridge was in Virginia. Yes. Uh, yeah, and we ended up, we were with our fifth wheel, mm-hmm. and we ended up parking in kind of a wet field. It wasn't they where we, they and, normally park people, but, which what, yeah. the
0: place they normally park people is insane. How cool it would have been.
1: Yeah, but it was just so wet.
0: Because the view's all around. It's, like, on a hill, and there's mm-hmm. just these, you're in the middle of a field, and it's just, it's, the, Virginia is beautiful, and, like, that part of it, and, yeah, it's yeah, for great. for sure. Um
1: But it was just a fun atmosphere. Yeah. They had, like, a playground and a bouncy house and uh-huh, stuff for the kids. Uh-huh, and people like, were
0: out playing Frisbee in the field. We and were out playing Frisbee in the field. Yeah, and other people were, too, and, like, yeah. it, just running around and friendly. Like, we were chatting with all kinds of people. They had a taco truck. They had.
1: Oh, it was a great time beer the good dogs beer were
0: welcome around like, that
1: one wasn't like oh wow the beer is amazing so much as booth bay but yeah like, it was like it was good beer
0: Man, sometimes i miss those like uh reclining chairs that we had because we would set them out at so many places yes. and just sit in our little reclining zero gravity, the zero chairs. gravity chairs or whatever yeah they were, they're like they're so clunky but impossible they're to travel so with. comfy oh my god they're comfortable
2: <laughs> yeah but
1: they are yeah and like
0: your client bag. Have your little table next to you with your beer. Mm. Sit there and oh, great.
1: But I don't know. Rapid fire. What are some other harvest hosts we've liked? Our very first oh. one. 4E. Oh, four
0: E. In in Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, vegan cooking there too. Uh Uh, And the wine was surprisingly good. The wine was good. Really interesting people, really friendly and kind. They Um, let the
1: kids pick pumpkins from their little pumpkin patch. Oh my
0: god! It was one of the. It was like such a great introduction to harvest. It really was. I really like. I liked Locatelli a lot. I think that's probably the best wine we've had at a wine harvest house. Absolutely. And the spot where we camped was really nice. Uh, it did get very muddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> they didn't think made that it was going to rain like that, and <laughs> we
0: made it. Uh, we made it. They off- what what we should have done, in my opinion. Yeah, was we should have just did that. They offered us a second night. We should have just taken it and gone back up and had a happy <sighs> <Yeah>. hour.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> they were like, so
0: kind about it. they were like, really don't get stuck do here. That. Like just, just, yeah, just stay, hang out for another night. It'll dry yeah. out. We probably should have. Probably it was have. fine. We got out. It was We a wanted long to drive. get up the road. I we know. wanted to be able
1: to do Big Sur, and we didn't, we didn't end up doing it anyway. It's
0: like a whole thing. It, but I, I kind of wish we had stayed because yeah. I think that would have been a fun, like, oh, oh, another day at the winery. Darn.
1: Darn. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. And I think you know maybe we could have called an audible there where we didn't. But anyway, it worked out. It worked
0: fine. But I really liked it there. They were oh, very nice. It was nice. a great one. It was yep. beautiful scenery. Like so, to me, what makes a good harvest host is. Beautiful. So, and we've talked about Harvest Host before, but if you're new to the mm-hmm. podcast and new to RV life, yep, Harvest host is a membership. You pay, like, I think it's like ninety dollars a year now.
1: Not a sponsor, could be.
0: No, <laughs> they do sponsor our friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we we've been members pretty much the whole time we've been RVing full time. Well, the whole time we've been RVing full time, and even back when we were in the Mantis, mm-hmm. you have to be self contained, so you have to have a bathroom and a kitchen in your rig. You are usually not allowed to cook outside. And um, that's kind of it. And you need to be able to, like, overnight comfortably without plug So it's sort of boondocking, right? And you, it, there are a variety of, like, businesses. Sometimes there's museums. Uh, the most common things are, like, museums, uh, wineries, distilleries, breweries, uh, restaurants even sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we've stayed at all, and farms. And so we've stayed at all, all of those things. <laughs> yep and um you're expected to patronize the business so the membership kind of gets you access to this and then you patronize the business when you're there Mm -hmm. so it's not cheap it's not really um for me it's not a cost savings thing i think it's much more of like an experience thing
1: people go into it thinking oh it's going to be a way to save money for one night stops on the road and like okay if you're comparing it to like an expensive koa stay maybe
0: uh yeah it depends.
1: It's kind of a maybe. It's kind of for us. Depends on how
0: much you patronize the business. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we end up like okay, so. Okay, say, falling in say, love with the
0: people and then wanting to get buy more stuff because we like them and
1: totally. Or it's just really good.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. Or but, both.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could spend in some places over a hundred dollars for a private campground. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then also go to an expensive brewery. Right. This cuts the private campground out of that, and experience. you're right
0: there. So, like, I think it's the the coolness and the convenience of like my house is right here mm-hmm. so i at the at the end of my dinner or or my beer or whatever i'm just gonna walk home and if the yep. kids want to go play a video game and we want to sit and have a drink and a dessert or something they can go home and do that and we're right here
1: <laughs> and we've been to so many so many great ones um, uh, the
0: one in delaware was a...
1: same wavelength yes,
0: yes. <laughs> well that, i had another brewery down the road so we hit both of them
1: yeah what was the name of that one uh, um
0: here hold on this I have my Harvest Host app up, which shows me all my old ones, mm-hmm. except for like the really old ones. Midnight Oil Brewing Company. Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay, so that was in Delaware, and then like uh-huh. right down, like literally on the same street, there was another brewery. was Autumn March Beer Project. Also very good. <laughs> Not a Harvest Host, but like yeah, I but mean, we did. We went to both. Yeah, we stopped and we had. We had beers at the one Uh and then we went over to the other and had had another beer and had pizza because they had a food truck out there making stone fired pizzas.
0: It was epic. Oh my gosh. Community vibes were so good.
1: So, yeah, harvest hosts are like some of our favorite, just like random nights. Yes. Maybe not favorite places.
0: So, to me, like chicken felt like a harvest host because we were parked in in the parking lot and we went into the tavern and Mm -hmm. like talked to people and hung out and like.
1: Chicken was Harvest House before Harvest House. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> they offer free parking, and you get to go in and like patronize the business. It's hey, another a, Airstream. Oh, this is the first
1: other Airstream I've seen at the fairground. A vintage one. Yeah.
0: So, and usually there's like oftentimes they have a couple of parking spots for rigs, so you meet other RVers who are there. It's it's great. Like, highly recommend. We um we've not really had a bad experience. There's some that are better than others, but like. Yeah. It's just just don't don't expect it to be a cost savings. No, but definitely do it. Don't do it if you're just trying to be cheap. Like if you're going on
1: long trips, add a harvest host in.
0: It's such a nice overnight stop because you're a lot of times too. Like we'll leave. This is what we did in the northeast a lot too. If we're trying to do a longest drive on Saturday, we'll leave after work on Friday. Like maybe we'll we'll pay the campground to stay Friday night, but we'll roll out early, Mm -hmm. um, and we'll go to a harvest host that night, kind of to already be hooked up. Already be it's like most of the time at a harvest host, you're like staying hooked up, you're kind of like in travel mode, yeah, kind of like a Walmart in that way. So, you're like you're in travel mode, so you're kind of like easy to get going again in the morning, you're not hooked up to anything, you're just kind of like going. Mm -hmm. And so, we'll use it that way, like, we'll roll out early on a Friday and go stay at a harvest host and kind of have like a nice Friday night out somewhere, and then kind of get ready to drive a long day on Saturday, yeah,
1: similar to doing chores on the way, we get to go have fun on the way,
0: yeah. It's, it's like all these different ways to use your RV other than just like just going to a standard campground, which is also fun. Yep. So those are, yeah, do Harvest host if you can. It's, it's super fun.
2: What's your favorite region of the country? Oh, fuck. Um, or of the continent? Oh. Ooh. I uh,
0: have recency bias because I want to say BC.
1: BC was so good. Oh, my gosh. I loved BC.
0: Uh, you were talking about Fort Langley this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
1: That actually, that, we stayed at a private campground called Fort it's Camping. It's not private. Oh, it's not. No, it has It felt hookups. like a private campground.
0: No, it's like a county campground. Oh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. It's literally called Fort Camping.
0: Yeah, it's the weirdest <laughs> name, and it almost deterred me from staying there, because <laughs> I was like, what is this place?
1: It sounds like a joke, like it's too on the nose.
0: Yeah, Fort Camping uh, at Fort Langley on mm-hmm. Bray Island there.
1: On Bray Island. It's so we had Oh my gosh, Fort Langley is such a cute little town. We yeah. had a nice campsite. Uh, there was a good playground, lots of kids We talked about it around. on that episode of the we podcast,
0: did. but yeah, the, the brewery there was really good. <laughs> we oh, went there two or three times. Oh Yeah.
1: The trading post. Yes, mm-hmm. but we also enjoyed walking around together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the woods there on Bray Island.
0: Yeah, it was like little hiking trails, kind of like right out the or bike trails, kind of like right out the campground.
1: Like I don't know,
0: it was a little like
1: slice of just like a little bit of adventure, like quiet woods. Yeah, hiking, but you're like right. Out going. Town. There's far. a cute
0: little town. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, we had a really nice time there. We had um i it, you know to me it kind of reminded me of like holland michigan of being like like things are really okay. accessible and bikeable yeah and yeah, stuff, yeah, but, yeah i you totally like, have like that. nice camping kind of like in a cool natural setting
1: yeah holland was a little bit more about the beach to me
0: yeah 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 yeah, but like similar kind of vibes mm-hmm. to me i guess into like the little town area and stuff so and BC, it's like summer you know
1: bc in general was great though yeah, I mean, I like really liked BC. that was the Vancouver area, but like mm-hmm. even as we got oh, farther north, the Cassiar Highway out to Stewart, we saw a bunch of bears. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So beautiful. BC is beautiful. It's like it's like huge Washington. Washington. But like,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like big Washington. Um, washington's not small but i don't i want to say like the pacific northwest might be my favorite uh, maybe yeah. california just because it has so much variety within california i was gonna
1: say california yeah and or baja california oh
0: god baja was great you loved baja
1: i freaking love it's baja getting
0: slammed with a hurricane right now i know or a tropical storm
1: yeah i don't know was it a hurricane when it hit I think it just made landfall uh-huh. as a tropical storm. Okay. But
0: it was hitting it as a hurricane before making landfall, if that right. makes sense. I think Juro mm-hmm. Negro got hit pretty bad. Dang. One of our favorite spots.
2: Yeah. Um, Bummer.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, the news doesn't cover what happens in Mexico very well. So we'll have to figure out. Yeah. I'm sure that. we can
1: find alternate news sources for that.
0: But yeah. Um, so, like we were talking about last week, the having been there kind of gives you this like not that you wouldn't care anyway, but you care extra because you're like, I was there and I met people there and they were all so fantastic and like, I care like about the mm-hmm. people I met even though we're not like close personal friends, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that's, I care about that taco stand that we were at and the family that ran it and like the, definitely you know, and the, the, the little family run hotel where we stayed in the little RV park and the mm-hmm. it, it just, mm. yeah. La Poma. I loved La Poma. Yeah.
1: So, I don't Baja to me was such a like adventure because we're in a different country with a different main language. Mm-hmm. Um also adventure like terrain wise and roads wise. Oh
0: my god, beautiful drives. Just stunning.
1: And just like amazing little, little, little towns tricky. all over the place too.
0: The, the drives were like I think we got desensitized to it.
1: Yeah, really quick actually. Really
0: quickly, um, because by the end of it, I was driving. peligrosas. <laughs> <laughs> we were.
1: <laughs> Sorry for my Spanish pronunciation. there curves,
0: like yes. signs everywhere. On, through there, but the drives ended up being like some of the best parts of it.
1: Yeah. No, it was awesome. Um. Yeah. I don't know, California, driving California one and just like all of California. Like you said, there's like the desert, there's the mountains, there's the beaches. Yeah. Like there's the north, which is completely different. Uh, and like even north of San Francisco. This last time at
0: Redwoods was like one of my favorite weeks. Oh my travel. gosh. It was so, so good. Fun.
1: Yeah. So California is like a bunch of different favorite places in one.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Yosemite. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to shift to National Park, favorite oh, places. God yosemite is still my favorite national park
0: um i think tetons might still be mine i just really like jackson hole there too like the whole vibe is just perfect
1: i get that i get that i get that but yosemite
0: (laughs) yosemite lacks like the gateway town
1: no it doesn't we just didn't go to it
0: uh yeah i guess the side we were on it's just well we were there early season
1: it also has its own village like grand canyon
0: yeah, I like that pretty well. I mean, the sitting out at the um at the hotel there was really cool.
1: So cool. And
0: being able to bike around the whole valley was really cool, and Hatch Hatchy was like Amazing one of my favorite views hikes ever. Amazing views all
1: around. Hachachi's cool too. Like the valley is just breathtaking. We got so lucky when we got to go there this year. I know so many people had to cancel their Yosemite plans this year.
0: Yeah. Or modify the way that things worked mm-hmm. out. But I think it ended up working out for a lot of people. The flooding ended up kind of subsiding and or not being as bad. Catastrophic, yeah. You
1: know? For sure. But yeah, I mean I have to go back. I have oh, to go back yeah. many times.
0: Yes. I feel that way about Tetons. Like we only hiked a little bit when we were there. It was May and it was snowing and it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would I just there's something that place has, there's like a hold it has on me. It uh-huh. was so fun. I think just,
1: gosh, the West in general, not not to take anything away from the Midwest, Southwest, or especially the Northeast, Ugh. which is special in its own way. Yeah. But like for me, a child of cornfields and pretty flat places, not completely flat, but pretty flat places and no large bodies of water or mountains. Like... The whole western side of North America is just
0: some of the drives you go I on. I
1: can't, I can't handle how awesome it is to be there and just like want to continue being there forever and ever. The,
0: these like breathtaking drives that you don't even expect. Like I remember when we were driving from like Moab to Vegas, mm-hmm. and we we're like going through like Capitol Reef area and stuff, mm-hmm. and we're like, "What the hell is this? This is amazing!" Yeah, like we
1: didn't, <laughs> we didn't expect we were driving through a national park. We actually kind of were. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit. Not quite, but it was
0: so stunning. Yeah. I just, there's just so much.
1: Even Vegas.
0: Oh, I love Vegas.
1: Like, I thought, like, I never want to go to Vegas. Yeah. I, I do not gamble. No. And the, like, over flashy stuff is not usually my thing.
0: Uh, I love Vegas. I like Vegas proper is fine. Like, we've been to the strip a couple of times now and, like, mm-hmm. enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, like, it's fine. It's, but I, the natural beauty surrounding vegas and like some of the smaller like suburb kind of areas around it are so nice
1: like i don't like that we have to go back
0: <laughs> to pick up on our, fifth our wheel. way to washington <laughs> yeah. from iowa because we still own a fifth wheel hey but also, guys if you want to buy a fifth wheel
1: well actually yeah for serious um <laughs> it's it's actually a really good rig it's just oh yeah we love it too big for our travel style mm-hmm um but yeah it's you know we made some changes to it and uh it's really good for a, a full-timing family or couple yeah, it's got solar it's
0: got lithium it's got mm-hmm. um a residential fridge it's got a nice we, couch and table that we put in
1: yeah we put ikea furniture in it instead of the it's a two bedroom RV furniture bath that and fell and apart half. quick <laughs> yep
0: it's a, yeah it's a two-bedroom bath and a half
1: tons and tons of tank space. Yeah. Yeah, right, so right. Great boondocking rig, actually. Seriously, Especially actually, if you are interested, please hit us up.
0: <laughs> we just move too fast to have that kind of a rig.
1: Yeah. But yeah, if you're out in the desert, like you could stay oh, forever. Too. Oh, yeah.
0: Because mm-hmm. you have two black tanks, 80 mm-hmm. gallons of fresh. It's great.
1: 500 watts of lithium on the roof. Or, pff, lithium solar? on the
0: roof. <laughs> About 500 watts of solar on the roof. <laughs> yes. A couple hundred amp hours of lithium. You might want to add more. Yep. We, took a, we had 400 when we were running it.
1: We took a couple out.
0: Um, but you it would get you through a couple nights easy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's what gets you to the favorite places. Mm-hmm. What about other favorite national park places?
0: I really like Theodore Roosevelt. We've talked about it before on the podcast. I think it was like our first national park. Yep. Um, as a family, and I was in awe. It was amazing.
1: We had such a lucky week there. Just like yeah. having everything already be closed down, but the weather be so gorgeous in late September. Oh,
0: there was like nobody around, and it was just amazing. Mm-hmm. But the weather was perfect. It was there
1: was no one around except all of the animals. The
0: sunsets in that park are just epic.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I still like look at some of the photos we took. Like, and I like Medora being wow. right there.
0: It's a cheesy little town, but I really liked it.
1: Yeah. I mean. It wasn't cheesy because there wasn't anyone there.
0: Yeah, it was. It great. was
1: like a place to live.
0: <laughs> we loved it. Um, I also I think two of my favorites are probably Redwoods and Olympic.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely Redwoods is
0: weird because it's a collection of state parks, uh, but mm-hmm. that makes it kind of cool. <laughs> it does. It's like kind of spread out and weird. Um, but just being in the trees is magical. Some of the hikes and drives we went on this time were epic. Mm-hmm. Fern Canyon so
1: fun. Fern Canyon is like a playground.
0: Yeah. It's not a long hike or anything.
1: No. But it's like you're walking through this.
0: Yeah. It's really, really cool.
2: Like stream, basically. Yeah. We loved it. Oh, it's great. Um, Olympic.
0: Olympic is great. We still haven't seen yeah, yeah, enough of it. Yeah. We haven't even been up in the mountains. No. We've been to rainforest mm-hmm. and we've camped on the river in Forks and we've on stuff at like Ruby Beach, and we've gone to Sol but there's mm-hmm. still so much we haven't done. <laughs> and
1: the, and that's in true in general for national parks for us. There's so yeah, many we haven't so even much been we, to.
0: There, so we've been to like twenty eight now. A lot. <laughs> Somewhere between twenty five and thirty. Yeah. I'd have to go look at our list and count, which is a lot. But like, there's sixty three. So there's a lot more to do. We've only done three in Alaska, and there's like three more that are a lot harder to get to. Mm-hmm. And we and barely scratched the surface of Wrangell-St. Elias. I was going to say Wrangell, we were. And like, Kenai Fjords, honestly, we didn't even really do. Kenai yeah. Fjords, we mostly saw from the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do the Harding Ice Field Trail next time we come back. Definitely. There's some like hard hikes I want to do next time we come back to Alaska. So, those are kind of. Yeah, I think those are my favorites. Acadia. Probably. Oh God, Acadia! Right. Oh,
1: oh. I'm sitting here looking at our Jordan, Jordan. Pond.
0: Yes, the Jordan um, Pond house. Print. Yeah, we got yeah. got that at the gift shop there. Oh, that was a perfect day.
1: Yeah, just hiking up Cadillac Mountain, like super easy summit for a family to do. Yeah, um, you can
0: drive up, but the hike up is so worth it. It's a yeah. really fun hike. It's really pretty. We did the South Ridge Trail. It's a little easier, mm-hmm. like seven ish miles round trip. Yep, only sixteen hundred feet of elevation. Yep, but you get great views.
1: Oh, it was amazing the whole yeah. way. Yeah, and then Beehive was awesome.
0: I loved, loved that. We didn't do that with the kids this last time, but I would do it again with the kids. I think
1: they could do it. No yeah. problem. Especially
0: next time we'll be out there, they'll be a little bit older. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and just driving around and enjoying the area too.
0: Oh, it's just stunning. Um, and they have the bus system if you're staying mm-hmm. at the RV parks near there. Mm-hmm. Um, easy. Yeah. Met friends there. It was super fun. Like a really, really good time there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like we made new friends there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. For sure.
0: I... I mean, some of these favorite places I think coincide for me with like we made friends or met friends there.
1: For me, it's good weather.
0: Ah, uh, that's a lot of it. But like we didn't have textbook good weather in Tetons, but we had snow, which was kind of great.
1: It was the perfect weather for there.
0: Yeah. It felt very on the nose. Like uh-huh. watching those moose in the snow. Oh my like gosh. It was thing. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really cool.
1: So yeah, I think favorite places are not like going to be the same for everyone. And it just depends on like how it hits you, you know?
0: yeah I, and you gotta be like in the right frame of mind because i would say joshua tree is up there for me now and the first time we went i hated it
1: yeah that's fair that's a good point
0: <laughs> the first time i mean i've written about this about disappointment and stuff and the first time we went i had all these high expectations and the weather was kind of bad and i was in a mood and i don't know if fork wasn't going i don't know it was a whole thing oh, yeah. i was stressed mm-hmm. and i was like this sucks i don't like it here yep and then like We've been back a few times since, and I love Joshua Tree. I it's great. Could go there all the time. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a really good run. There's great hiking and great climbing. It's a really fun place. I
1: think you mentioned this in the letter too, but there's something to be said for like the close to home places too.
0: Ah uh, yes. Yeah, normal is probably still a favorite place in a lot of ways. <sighs>
1: right. Yeah. Or just like the places that we've traveled to that feel like they could be home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's just like you can walk around it's just you feel a part of the community
0: yeah I liked that about both Homer and Seward especially Seward mm-hmm. honestly just like where we were camped and like getting to like walk around to the different places
1: once again we love a small tourist town or college town yep <laughs> <There's-> <laughs> Those so are some walkable,
0: of our favorite places. And there's a lot of interesting people. Or Beach Town. Away.
1: Beach Town can be oh, Ty- up Wait, there We haven't talked about Tybee. I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: One of my original favorite places. <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah, we've driven down there and flown down there mm-hmm. to go to Tybee. The
0: first time we went, I was pregnant with our littlest and that was, you know, she's seven now, so.
2: Yeah. We've gone a few times in that time period.
0: Four times maybe? Yeah. I'd go. It's like a place to go every year, kind of. It's comfy.
2: But my favorite place is wherever I'm with my people. And dogs. And dogs. They're people too.
0: Just like trees. (laughs) That's
2: right. Sorry, that took me a minute. (laughs) Just like trees.
1: Trees are people too. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we would love. For you to be our people too. Yeah. So, right in.
0: Yeah. Tell us about what you're up to, your favorite places. Man, it would be fun if we got so many letters about favorite places. We could do like a Ooh, listener letter Like special. a follow up. Yeah. Yeah. I care where your favorite places are, where we need to go that we haven't been. We've, I mean, we've camped in 45 states, but we've seen so little still.
1: I know. I can't, like, even. And, I, and I three say countries it, now oh, too. You know. <laughs> one more year, one more year, but <laughs> I, know. I don't know when is one more year going to never is going to ever actually be enough.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, we'll switch to summer and or like seasonal travel at some point. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, but <laughs> right now maybe. it's like, I've got kind of a through summer of 25 kind of sketched out. <laughs> and obviously it obviously changes. Yeah. Change.
1: <laughs> but yeah, join us, meet up with us, come to yeah. our campfire. Yeah. Um, hit us up. I don't think and, anyone's gonna come
0: find us in the winter, but maybe eh, you never know.
1: <laughs> you know, you just never know, and that's the best part about it, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, if they want to get a hold of us, how can they?
0: Sure. So you can email us at lettersfromtheroadpod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also sign up for our emails, our letters on Substack at lettersfromtheroad.substack.com. dot substack dot com. There, uh, we send out a letter, a little letter like you heard on the podcast today every monday and friday and we also send out if you are you can edit your signups so you don't have to subscribe to everything um but there's also letters from the road poetry uh send out a poem every wednesday just a little little poem there in your inbox if you want it and then you'll also get updates on when the podcast comes out which is every sunday so uh you can hear from us a lot if you want to (laughs) you can also and you can comment on things there and we tend to be pretty engaged there and the other listeners do too our readers do too so there are there's some good comment community there uh, often and then you can also uh find us on letters from the road pod on Instagram and TikTok I, I should post more than i do and there's also Facebook we have a Facebook page letters from the road podcast so you can find us in all those places you can also Uh, Leave us a review on um, your podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast would be really helpful. Please do. Um, We would love to, you know, bring our cozy little podcast to more people if we could. Tell your friends. Because uh, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. Tell your friends, anybody who you think might be interested in listening. I think this episode would be a fun one to share uh Just kind of talking about different places we've traveled. and It's almost like a liked. best of. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. talked
1: about a lot of the things that we've talked about in earlier episodes. Yeah, but it's a little but bit like, of a highlight reel. Yeah, for sure.
0: That might be a good starter one. I also recommend Trees is a pretty funny one. Absolutely. If you haven't listened to that one, you should go back and listen. To
1: it. <laughs> Wind is good too.
0: Yeah. So those are some of the funnier ones.
1: But yeah. Please, please, please get in touch with us, review us. Yeah. Maybe sometime soon I might be starting a Discord if you're interested
2: in chatting
0: with other friends. yeah. Yeah. More to come. More to come. But yeah, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye.